0: A message from Ken LaVica.
1: Okay, yeah, the heat are bad. They're done. Put up the white flag. They're absolutely terrible. But here is the bright spot. At least nobody had to be banned for life from the American Airlines Arena after last night. Coquel hit the open. On your mark. Get set. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. (laughs) I'm gonna take my beating at some point, I promise. I'm gonna take my Heat fan beating like a man, like a champ, because I've earned it and I deserve it. But we need to talk about human beings who spit on other human beings, and human beings who throw popcorn on other human beings. Did you say human beings? Human beings. Beings. B E I N G S. Beings. Beings. Human beings. beings. Yeah, it's not like you
2: were saying human beings, which I thought was the word until like three years ago. <laughs> That's cool. I was hoping you'd actually flip it back to where I was right.
1: We are headed into a three day weekend. Uh, I am Ken Levicka. Uh, I'm the name on the show. He's Coquel. He's the name on the featuring. It is Ken LeVica live <laughs> featuring Coquel. He's the name that was shoehorned on the show. <laughs> We are coming to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off a sparkling, warm, intracoastal. look out, a tumbleweed just almost hit you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, this office is empty. Want to know what I did because I knew, I knew it was going to be empty in here? I'm wearing shorts, baby. It's Memorial Day Shorts Friday. You want to know why? Because I can. Say something about it, someone I dare you. When you're not in the office, it's time to wear shorts. <laughs>
2: when you're not here, I'm gonna be tough. Say something Who's gonna say about something?
1: it. Me, I wear shorts when everyone's yeah. here. Well, that's a good leading because I am being a phony tough guy by clearly violating the uh, dress code here at ESPN wait, wait, West. Wait, wait, West a dress pop. code? There is a dress code. What, what's the dress code? Uh, business casual. Yeah, you wear shorts a lot. I'm surprised no one said something and you were in flip-flops, you gross, disgusting man. I love flip-flops. I know I do too, but I don't know. No, you to just work. said
2: they're gross. So that potential partners that's out there that wanted to talk no, about no, no, flip flops. No. no, no. Ken hates flip-flops, Coquel loves flip-flops. So all you flippity-floppity companies, come get some Coquel.
1: Flip-flops are gross. Coquel's feet are. Um, (laughs) uh, I am being being a fake tough guy uh, by having nobody in the office and then, yeah, and and wearing shorts and then uh, yelling, do something about it. But also being a fake tough guy, uh, that's for people that spit on other people or people that throw food or drink on other people. Uh, So... The the Knicks fan who spit on Trey Young, Game 2 of their uh, first-round playoff series, the Knicks went on to win the Game 2 championship. Uh, <laughs> he has been banned for life from Madison Square Garden. The Knicks announced it yesterday. In Philadelphia, the fan who decided it was going to be a good idea to dump a full bucket of popcorn on an injured, hobbled Russell Westbrook as he went into the tunnel... The 76ers announced that he has been banned for life from uh, uh, from Philly from attending any 76ers games. The Utah Jazz, after racial slurs or racial comments were thrown at John Morant's family uh, during uh, Game 2 of that Jazz-Grizzlies series, the Jazz are handling that, and those fans won't be allowed to, uh, to be uh, present at jazz games any longer. Those are all examples of really, honestly, like fake, tough behavior. But they're also examples of, all right, this happened, we're throwing hands behavior. But the the, the singular thing that uh, what I've seen on social media and talking to people they keep going back to is that spitting on someone is like the apex flashpoint for... I've been disrespected, and this is going to go down. Like, that's the number one trigger for, all right, we're fighting. It doesn't matter what walk of life you come from. It doesn't matter matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are, how physically capable you are, or physically incapable you are. If you get spit on, that's the universal code for, hey, you better be ready because hands are coming your way. But I'm wondering if there is anything that even exceeds being spit on or anything that is at least in the neighborhood, in the universe of being spit on. This is a, a true conversation today on a Friday going, to, going into a three-day weekend. Lollipop Friday. This is a, a true discussion about what causes you to finally lose it to a point where that's it. It's on. Cuz I'm curious and I'm not condoning violence, but we have all been there, right? Like Coquel, okay, you've been there, I've been there. I scrapped
2: a few times. Yeah,
1: and uh, I am I, I'm a bad fighter. I'm a bad I'm fighter. A good fighter. I uh, Well, you've got I mean you've got good and I'm not being disrespectful about this. You've got good size. Like I'm sure you do and you but can it, hang in there.
2: Even skinny I was okay. I think it's just cuz my head is so big and I don't feel the punches. <laughs> You're like Homer from it the just, Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> kind of what it was like. Like I I'm not saying I won the fights, yeah. but I, I was like, "All right, that worked out for me because I didn't feel." It. How's your hand feel?
1: <laughs> but in our life experiences, guy, girl, big, small, tough, not small. Um, uh, uh, you know what? What is the what causes you to throw hands most? Maybe this point, the thing. That causes you to throw hands most. Maybe it is someone disrespecting your significant other. But what's in that neighborhood of being spit on, like what happened to Trey Young, game two at Madison Square Garden? What's something that happens where you say, all right, we're fighting? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, 760 or tweeted us, at ESPN West Palm. And I'm going to give you an example of something that it got to me. It finally uh, it wore me down in high school. Uh, I had big ears. I mean, big-ass ears in high school. It took me a long time to actually grow in to my ears and there was a kid who would flick him every single time I walked by. And the first couple of times it happens, you just say, all right, like fine, whatever. Like, that hurt, but you deal with it. It's like when someone gives you a, uh, I don't think I can say what the actual slang word for it is, a nipple twister. Um, uh, like that. Yeah, it, like, let's go with nipple twister. Yeah, let's go with nipple twister. Like, that sucks. But whatever. Like, it's just part of, it's just a thing, Okay. But getting my ear flicked over and now over like and those. over so again. <laughs> yeah, once you become an adult, you realize your tastes have been refined. Um, but the ear thing drove me insane to a point where I was walking down the hallway my junior year of high school with a girl that I had been working on for a long time, and finally it felt like there was progress and maybe just maybe it was going to turn into something, and the same guy came up while I'm walking with this girl down the hallway and flicked my ear. Mm. And you know when you there's that anger, and you start to see red, and you feel the heat in your face, and you start to like lose control? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. And before I even knew what I was doing right hook like I yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> to and, the jaw uh, to the jaw and I caught him and I think it surprised him and he ended up before we got broken up he got the better like other. how long did he beat you up for <laughs> it was like 10 seconds after that <laughs> but the fact that that triggered me to to go after him like that was one that's uncharacteristic for me because I'm not dumb I'm not just gonna fight for the sake of fighting but the anger I felt my my senses completely dulled and it was like, this is happening right now. So that was
2: it. Ear flick makes you scrap right away.
1: Well, that. It was a consistent. It it, it grew to a flashpoint.
2: Yeah, but there's got to be something that made you go right away. Because that was like, all right, this kid keeps picking on me and there's a girl. Well, there. That,
1: What I think it was, the, the girl being involved, that is what finally like, that's what sent it over the top. That was the one instance. All right, that's it. So the embarrassing
2: me in front of my lady friend is
1: kind of mm-hmm. the flashpoint then for yeah, you. Yeah, I think so. And maybe that makes me insecure, but that also, I mean, it pissed me off. I uh, that that feeling, that scene red when it, like you just know after that, this is happening, and I'm not going to be able to control myself. How did you feel after you got beat up by the guy? I actually, to be honest, I felt okay because I, for the first time in my life, just sort of like stood up for something physically. Good for you, yeah. Ken. Good
2: for yeah. you. I bet you you made the rookie mistake though, of punching and then waiting for the reaction. Yeah, because oh, when sure. you punch someone, you have to you have follow it going. Yeah, right. don't stop. Because no, when you stop, right.
1: then you're in trouble. <laughs> it's like keep what am I, going. What am I football? I teach
2: my my nine year old all the time. Just keep punching the kids. What am oh. I? <laughs>
1: that, that is great fatherly advice. Explains a lot. <laughs> what am I? Uh, and this also coming from a a guy who was a teacher in a former life as well and a coach. Cool, um, but. One of my football player friends was like, "Yeah, bro." He said the exact thing you did. Like, bro, you got to keep going. If you're gonna, if you're gonna initiate it, you got to get going. You got to, you got to take care of business after that. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. What, based on on Trey Young being spit on, which is despicable. That is from from everything that I've read and everything everyone's told me since it happened. Like that's the universal. We're going. This is happening. We're throwing hands. Is there anything worse than being spit on? And what's in the neighborhood of being spit on? What is something that happens where you say it's on? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Tweeted the show at ESPN West Palm. Let's start in G- with Jerry in West Palm. Jerry, you're on Ken Levicka Live. What's up, Jerry? Hey, how are you guys? Good, good, good. So what? What is it that does? It, it happens, and you start seeing red, that flush feeling in your face, and you know that it's time to square up.
0: Oh man! Um, well, I have the answer, but first I want to say I love your guys' show. Sure, you guys are great. Sure, appreciate um, you, bud. But <laughs> yes, sir. But what happens is um, when 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 you key a man's car. Oh, you okay. don't. You don't touch a man's vehicle. No. Oh and, and that's instant oh.
1: for
2: me. Gee, yeah, for sure. The only problem with the keying of the car is I feel like that's the rat move when no one's around. You're not actually going to walk up and key the car. Yeah, in front of I someone. guess
1: Jerry, it is. It, yeah, but if you do, in the rare if instance you, you know who it is, or you have like a security camera, yeah, then uh, that, that's 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 despicable. Like Jerry, that's a truly despicable move.
0: That's up there with studying man. I can't think of anything else really. Yeah,
1: touching a guy's you know I mean? touching someone's car, messing with someone's car Causing damage to Jerry, someone's Jerry's car. Jerry's
2: right. My son scratched my car the other day, and it was <laughs> it was hands time. Did he? Did he's he four. He won. Did, did, he did, punched me right did. in the junk? <laughs> he did. He, he did do it on purpose. See,
1: that's where the height disadvantage
2: <laughs> comes in handy. And he's got the big head like me too, so that's a weapon <laughs> for him as well. Did um uh, he didn't do it on purpose. No, but he opened my wife's car. I was like, eh, and he kept
1: doing it. And now there's a big scratch. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Oh, but I love you. And then groin kick. Yeah. Uh. Oh, Kelly. he punches. He punches to the groin. That would be him. Really impressive. If it was a groin kick, Kelly in Palm Beach Gardens, Kelly, you're on ESPN 106.3. What do you got, Kelly?
0: Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Good, man. So, so, Ken, did that really
1: happen? Yeah, it happened because did, I. No, I mean, I mean, did you, did you really grow into your ear? <laughs> Kelly. Yes. I just right. not no, I Kelly, I tried but as bad as it is now, Kelly, and i and it's honestly it used to be like Andrew Siciliano bad. If you can get a feel for uh, Andrew Siciliano from Red Zone, uh like that's that was me in high school, Kelly. Like I'm telling you, it was profound, profound ear biggage uh when I was in high school.
0: But yeah, I have to agree with you guys. The spitting you know, that's hands down, number one. I do know some people, though, that, um, that one of the things I used to do in high school, just like to my friends as a joke, is you do a little pop to the back of the head. And yeah. that really sets some people off.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it hurts. Like, it, it definitely does. And if you catch someone who's not in the right mood... If you catch someone and you don't know if they're having, or a even bad that day. neck
2: thing when you smack in the back, of the yeah. Neck. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But but yeah, it, like Kelly, a lot of it too. And I think that for me, with the ear flick, what finally set it off was the girl in the equation and the fact that already I was like on edge about it. And there's just if you catch somebody in the wrong mood, even with someone that you think is your boy, like that's going to that's going to happen. Like that is going to be a flashpoint. But spitting is downright like that's the most disrespectful. And appreciate the call, Kelly. Like, there is a disrespect level that comes with, like Jerry was saying, key in a car. I wonder or culturally if culturally there's
2: different, if there's different things that are flashpoints that set you off.
1: I guess, but man, like the spitting thing, I feel like across any culture, that's going to unify America. Because it's almost like a, it's almost like a, I can't believe that just happened. Into a, I can't let this person walk over me. But pouring food or drink on someone, like what happened to Russell Westbrook. That's up there. That's definitely up there. And you know what's weird? We're talking about this and throwing food and drink. Have you seen the stories about Casey Anthony here in West Palm getting drinks thrown on her at various bars? No. Like to the point where police had to get involved at O'Shea's a a couple of days ago on Clematis? How about that? And I'm not saying that I... I, uh, It's about time police uh, got involved. (laughs) not saying that I'm actually admonishing that, but I'm saying that it definitely fits into this. But getting spit on... Uh, What is, is there anything worse than that? Is there anything in the neighborhood of that that when it happens, you say, we're fighting 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Coach Kalou on Twitter says, touching my bald head.
2: I'm glad you threw the D in there. You started that going, you're like touching my bald head. You really had a (laughs) weird delay there that I didn't Uh like.
1: And I don't think the fake Coach K would like that either. Well, actually, uh, in college, I had a buddy who just ran. Some random came up to him. We were at a festival, a music festival mm-hmm. in college, and some random came up to him and flicked him in the what you thought I was going to say. Ooh, a package a flick? flick. that's not good. No, and so they brawled. They, they and he fought off the pain, and it was immediately. First of all, how do brawl. you fight at a music festival? Because I'm assuming if you're at a musical festival,
2: you're on ecstasy or some kind no, of crazy. It was.
1: It was, was it uh, like a.
2: No, it was alternative music. Oh, it was Angry Grunge. Yeah. Ma- it was yeah. something... Yeah. That's my it, kind of music. But I think was, that's why a lot of fights happen.
1: Yeah, but it was also like a lower... It's not like this was a mainstream festival. This was like a random field in northwest Indiana. <laughs> so as you can imagine, there were uh, quite a, a number of interesting characters that were all looking to fight. And so that's definitely one of them. But if you were ever... Um, and this is a... I was... If anybody has heard me talk about this, when I back when I was in high school... I definitely was part of the Chicago like music scene. I was big into that, going to pop punk shows. High school band
2: isn't the music scene.
1: No, I was I was definitely into the 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 punk era in Chicago, going to all the shows, trying to meet bands, all the merch, all that stuff. Um, but when you would get into mosh pits, and for anybody that does not know rock, you may not know this or been to to especially metal shows. Like, those are protected spaces in mosh pits. Mm-hmm. Like you, You're you going to get banged around, but as soon as someone starts getting a little crazy in there... And or if they the wrong start, person
2: gets knocked down, uh-huh. they'll go pick them
1: up and surround them and protect them. But if them. you knock someone down and you don't pick them up and you're doing this consistently, that is music fan code for... It's on. Someone's going to jump that person, and then it's a real, real big. Deal. Which
2: is crazy because it looks unruly in the mosh pit. People are throwing punches. really like, literally rules. throwing punches to yeah, each other's but, faces. There's like Tony
1: LaRusa unwritten rules. There is there's um, definitely unwritten rules mosh, in the mosh pit, pit. for sure, absolutely. <laughs> and I relied on those because I was small as hell, so I needed I needed that protection. I saw that. a corn in New York City, and I can't
2: think of the famous New York City amphitheater that I saw him at. Um, whatever. But yeah, I I purposely made sure I was in the upper deck and not on the pit because I was like, all right, I don't need to see corn
1: in the pit and get beat up and get yeah. into a fight. I just didn't want to deal with all that. Uh, Captain Murica tweets, I don't think that it gets any more demeaning than thinking so low of someone that you would possibly comprehend spitting on another being. So, yes, it's going down. What about the slap to the face? An open hand slap to the face is absolutely in that neighborhood. I don't need any sort of support to tell me that if you get open hand slapped in the face, I, it is more respectful to just take a, a face-to-face punch to the jaw than it is to get slapped open hand. Like, if you are looking to send a message like, I'm better than you, I think nothing of you, you don't knock them out. You slap him in the face. Yeah, oh, no. that's the. It's basically saying, here I am. Do something. Yeah. Or someone. Do something. I mean, someone punching you from behind is just as disrespectful, though, as getting spit in the face, I think. But that's more of, I'm a punk. I'm going to punch you from behind. The slap in the face is,
2: you see me. I'm slapping you in the face, and you're not going to do anything. The sucker
1: punch from behind definitely deserves a beating, and that's where other people jump in, and uh, you can't really fault that and yet i want to i want to make clear before someone says i'm calling the fcc like we're not advocating violence we're not advocating violence here we're not saying this needs to happen but we're talking about personal experiences here there is a code of conduct that needs to be followed spitting is so out of line so disrespectful and uh, this guy at madison square garden went all fake tough guy and spit on trey young if trey young would have reacted to it um, uh, what's unfair about it is that if Trey Young reacted to it, the NBA would have suspended him, God knows how many games, but also there is a rational part of our brain, a rational part of our mind that says, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. We understand what Trey Young did if he reacted to being spit on. Uh, and I bet that he would probably win an appeal to get suspension reduced because it's human decency. Do not get spit on. Do not spit on someone so you understand the immediate reaction, the losing control of here comes my fist now. What are the flash points for a fight? Getting spit on. Is that tops? Is there something in that neighborhood? Great call by Coquel. Open hand slap? Hell yeah. Getting sucker punch from behind? Yes. Absolutely. Keen someone's car. Yeah, that's up there if you find out who it was. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Or tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Let's go to Royal Palm. That's where we find John. What's up, John?
0: Hey, Kenny. It's John Keller. Um, Hey, bud. Uh, one thing that uh, jumped out to me was, it was, uh, I was I formerly worked at the station, and when I was 17 years old, I was uh, interning uh, dutifully, and we were going to a high school football game, uh-huh. you, me, and Jason Pugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, Jason Pugh uh, told a 17-year-old girl there were cones blocking the car, and she told the girl, she goes, hey, can you move those cones? And the look of disgust on her face if she was in a position to, to, to beat up Jason Pugh, I, I just she could not believe the audacity that this person would tell her to move cones when she's like out on a Friday night so, you know 17 year old having a good time. So
1: John, what I would say to that is uh, there are some who look at diva behavior and that's I mean that's not diva behavior, but perceived diva behavior, a potential flashpoint to, to, to throw hands.
0: Right, exactly, and so I, was, I you know, thought, man, she was about to throw hands at him, and then, you know, of course, I dutifully got out of the car and moved the cone, and I was like, oh, we're, we're, all, we're all good.
1: And, and, and knowing John for as long yeah. as I have, that is the, the true John Keller, diffusing the situation. John, you've traveled the world a lot, right? You've been
2: around?
0: That I have. I lived in Ethiopia, lived in Uganda, California.
2: Culturally, are there different things that set people off that are a little bit different than here?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, wh- one thing in Ethiopia that I can think of, you know, uh, of starting a fight was, <laughs> was I, I tried to uh, get pickpocketed um, in Ethiopia. And I grabbed the, the, grabbed the guy's hand and I, I shouted, hey, look, here, here, here's a thief, right? Yeah. And uh, immediately everything was, everyone grabbed this person and took him to the police. And they said, okay, you know, obviously obviously, here's a thief. But then I said some, uh, some bad words about his mother. And everybody turned on me um, Because, you know That's just not <laughs> oh, anything oh. That you would ever do oh. So, so so Everyone Which, you know I was You know it, Kind of how Kenny got his ears Like I was very angry That somebody tried to steal my wallet Yeah And so um, Everyone all of a sudden Like turned on me So the thief was like You know Vindicated Because I'm just this <laughs> You turned foreign, heel
1: so. You turned heel in that right, spot Yeah right. and, I
0: was, and I was like Let's get out of the situation now. Yeah, yeah. It, so it, I it, said, you know, all right, sounds good.
1: <laughs> I'm out. See ya, uh, John. Appreciate the call. Good to hear from you. Yeah, talking about someone's mother, I would be willing to bet that for some, talking about someone's mom, especially considering the circumstance, and maybe that's a little uh, lesser of a trigger, to me, I'd probably be able to uh, brush that off to an extent, but there are some where they say, no, uh-uh, you said it. Let's go. I mean, I know for a fact there are some words for some people that absolutely said. it You
2: also don't know people's history. Like, my dad Mm -hmm. died before I was born. So when I was young, if someone said something about, like, your dad, I'd flip out even though I didn't meet him. And as I got older, I was like, what am I really even angry about? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't know any better. But that's why I try to teach kids in class when they would say mom jokes and different jokes. You don't know the situation behind the parent. Yeah. You know, the situation in the family. That's why you got to kind of watch those.
1: Because if the wrong thing is going on in the house... That could set someone off. At Mopey says, someone steps on my new shoes. We're fighting.
2: Oh, stop it, Mopey
1: Face. <laughs> uh, let's head back to the phones. Let's go to Lake Worth. That's where Jason is. Hey, Jason.
0: Hey, man. How you guys doing? Love your show. Thank you. Um, like you were talking about with your ear getting flicked in school and stuff, yep. You know, in, in our school we had the thing where the guy come up and kick you from behind.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know. Besides, besides
0: the spit, that's number one. But getting kicked, it just reminds me of a dog. You know, you can people kick dogs. Yeah, no, just, keep your feet off. You're right. It
1: is like you're beneath me, and so this is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I think that is extremely disrespectful. That's a good call. You know what drove me crazy? Also, kicking dogs would make me want to fight someone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like that. Sure, gonna, that's gonna have me go off too. Yeah, uh, abusing animals. Absolutely. Um, uh, uh, speaking of high school hallways, because high school hallways, there's a lot of ways to mess with someone to a point where, all right, we're gonna we're gonna fight. When when people would walk down the hallway and take their backpacks and swing it into you. While it's on their back, and they'll swing around and deck you. So if you're carrying books, your books go down. Or you're by the lockers, you fly into the lockers. That sucks. Ken, you got a lot of experience getting bullied, huh? Because
2: <laughs> I think no. you would have liked me in high school, because I'm, I'm I was skinny then. So I'm like a smaller dude, but I, I have broad shoulders even when I was skinny. But yeah. my family was a bunch of tough guys. Mm-hmm. Like, for... For generations in our small town of Northport, the Coquels were like nuts, commercial fishermen clamming. They'd start working at like 14, show up to work with like huge forearms and stuff, you know, like those. Yeah, and sure. here's, here's dopey me raised by mom who kept me away from there like, like I was a Kennedy keeping away from like I was <laughs> junior, whatever. Um, JFK Jr. stayed away from the Kennedy family. Right. That was me. Um, what set me off the time is if I saw someone getting picked on, I was in there trying to fight for the kid who got picked on. Like every single time. And I don't know if it was I was that angry or I knew I had the backing of the Coquel last name that, all right, well, they're not going to fight me, so let me get in between. Because once they knew who I was, they wouldn't fight me anyway, but I was ready to go. But, like, that would set me off anytime someone got picked on I was ready to fight for the person being picked on
1: full honesty like I wasn't bullied but here's what happened I I had a couple of different groups of friends but for me you know how I am like I'm very much like a okay I'll go along with it and so that always especially when you're in high school opens the door to hey I can mess with this guy and I know we'll be cool after until it's not cool anymore until it becomes a problem, yeah. and that's what that's what happened to me a couple of times. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Here's, here is the, the, the point of all of this, the lesson to all of this. We're about to have a three-day weekend. A lot of you are some fully vaccinated. Drinks. You're going to go out into the world for the first time in a long time. There's going to be some drinks. Maybe you're not as conditioned as you previously were. Keep your saliva to yourself. We're still in a pandemic, and... Yeah. Understand the decency, okay? Keep your hands and feet to yourself, too. Keep your hands and feet to yourself, especially Coquel's disgusting feet in the flip-flops right
2: All now. All right, I have one bad toe. The other four are nice looking. <laughs> the I big toe, looks one, like two toes.
1: I have one bad toe. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. When we return, the Heat are done. This season's about to come to an end. What we've seen from them this time around, does it diminish what the Heat did in the bubble last summer. He's CoCal. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.